It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. One game. An NBA Finals seventh game. One game. The difference between basketball immortality and crushing disappointment. One game. A chance to become a legend, a hero, a champion. What motivates me now more than ever is winning another championship. It's going to take heart. It's going to take an uncanny amount of energy and strength. To win a championship it was one of the most emotional times of my life because that's what I play for. One game, a chance for a legacy to grow. One final game, a season-long journey draws to a close. Top of the world! Top of the world! Hello and welcome back to the Over and Back Classic NBA podcast at harvardproxism.com. I am Jason Mann, and with me as always is Rich Krejci. Rich, glad to be with you. Absolutely. We uh, we finally, the end of our journey of, of, you know, breaking down these Game 7s, and we've come, like the NBA season, to the final point, the NBA Finals. And this is uh, going to be a monster kind of series of shows we're going to do here. And I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it, though. A lot of, a lot of research, a lot of work put in, and, and it's just good information, too. I mean, what's better than an NBA Finals Game 7? Like, come on. Yeah, so we're going to do uh, something a little different. We're going to do some um, bite-sized um, looks at uh, the uh, Game 7s of the NBA Finals, all 18 of them. We're going to do an eight-part series, uh, breaking down two or three each show. So, um yeah, we think it'll be interesting. It'll be kind of uh, it'll be neat to look at. Uh, there's obviously a wide variety of uh, of games, although many of them involve the Lakers and the Celtics. So we'll be talking about unfortunately, lost, but, but that's okay. But it's gonna happen. It's gonna be history. Gonna so it's like if we did a baseball, but we talk about the Yankees probably like seventy percent of the time. It just you can't. There's nothing you can do, nothing right? You can do no. So uh, you blame the Hawks for trading Bill Russell, I guess. Them. right yeah it's all their fault really yeah. it's really the st louis hawks fault. it really is exactly so uh yeah so um so we'll be getting into that soon but of course you can uh check us out on uh facebook at uh over and back nba on twitter at over and back nba as well um you can uh find uh the hardwood paroxysm itunes feed um with all the uh, with us and all the other great uh, podium game podcasts that are on there, it would be great if you could uh, leave a rating and review uh, on iTunes. It helps yes. people find that, the, uh, the exactly. shows. Yeah, and yeah, uh, more people listening, more people interacting on Twitter, more fun, more you know topic requests and stuff. It's perfect. Yeah, just do so it. We would, come on. Any uh, <laughs> right? Any feedback that we can get uh, on uh, what we're doing, uh, positive or negative, we uh, we definitely appreciate it. So uh, that's what makes the show better. Yeah, and if you have any topic ideas, I mean, and I mentioned that sort of haphazardly, but it, it's true. I mean, there's been numerous shows where someone said, hey, it'd be pretty cool if you guys talked about blah, blah, blah. And then we, like, do a little cursory research, and we're like, yeah, that would be a great show if we talked about blah, 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 or whatever. So let us, you know, what's your blah, blah, blah? Yeah. <laughs> Send it. We'd like to know. Send us your blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All right. Well, on to the show.
All right, we're back, and series number eight is the Houston Rockets versus the uh, New York Knicks in 1994, a 90-84 to uh, win for the Rockets over the Knicks. And, you know, one interesting thing for me about this is that it's it's kind of rare for the superstars on each team in a finals and in a game seven of a finals to actually beat the guys going against each other. But in this case, it really is, you know, a lot of it is Ewing versus Lajuan. Yeah, no, you definitely look at that that series and and, and those or, or this particular series and those two guys. I mean, they were yeah the, the the pillars of these two teams in a lot of ways. And 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 these guys, you know, they didn't really cross paths as much as we would sort of kind of think or hope or or you would sort of assume. I mean, this was, you know, these aren't like you know in quite. I, I don't want to say they're out of their prime, but but you know what I mean. Like this is almost ten years into their careers. And 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 this is when they finally meet, and this is the big, you know, culmination of their, you know, their long runs as as, as these dominant big men or whatever. It, it, it's unique in a lot of ways, but yeah, it is it is these two dudes basically, and, and a lot of guys around. Them yeah, and, these and these are probably the two guys who, when they were drafted, would have been expected to dominate the league. Oh, absolutely. And, you would assume this happened two years into their run or three years into yeah, their run, but it took yeah, but, it's a long. Yeah, time. but it, I mean, you know, part of it was, of course, the you know the Lakers and Celtics hanging on. And, and being great for longer than you might, you know, have expected them to be a uh, part of it, you know, and the biggest part of it, of course, was, you know, Jordan, his rise and him being the dominant player of the generation, which, you know, was not that people didn't expect him to be great, but expecting him to be that great was, you know, impossible to predict. So it that kind of delayed, um, you know, because obviously Ewan was always being eliminated um be, you know, by Jordan or often by Jordan and, uh, you know, the Rockets not getting through for, you know, kind of various reasons. But um, but yeah, we got it here. And, you know, it was it wasn't the prettiest basketball, but it was definitely some, <laughs> nope. you know, an epic series for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you, you mentioned, yeah, pretty, not quite there. But uh, in terms of point differentials, I mean, you cannot. This series is, is legendary for them. I mean, game one, uh, you know, seven point differential. Game two, eight points. Game three, four Game four nine, game five seven, game six two, and then this one six. I mean that that's close. that's insane. Yeah. Like that's that's just it's just unfathomable to have that close. I mean when nine is like an insurmountable lead, and 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 that's you know I mean, obviously a lot of times we look at these games and and you know what was a close game kind of gets lost because of free throws or whatever. It didn't in this game it did not matter. I mean every single one of them you know, you know right down to the wire. It's 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 incredible. Yeah. Uh, and uh, real quick, I, I do want to just a quick aside as well. This 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 series, not not necessarily this game seven, but the series is famous because uh, it was right during the, uh, the the famed OJ Simpson white Bronco chase as well. So they cut in when they always talk about how this, um, you know, there's the ESPN 30 for 30 about this, about how this I believe it was, it was game one, correct? I thought it was game five, but I was checking that right. You might be. Yeah, I don't know. I, I forgot exactly which game it was. But yeah, basically one of the games got sort of <laughs> put to the side while uh, the the famed you know, one of the, the famous car chases in American history, one of the you know famous sort of eras or, or, or summers or whatever the hell you want to call it in, in American history is the O.J. Simpson, you know, chase, arrest, trial, all that madness that, that happened, which seems so silly in retrospect. But at the time, it was it was the thing. I, I know my, it was, my parents would like run home and trip over themselves to like turn on the TV to see like what's going on in the courtroom today. Like, oh, who's taking the stand? It's like, what is going on? Like, what what is this? Why are we watching this? And it's 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 OJ Simpson. Like, he's a he's a big deal. But like, yeah, I, I, I guess that big of a deal. I like, he I grew know, up. Like, yeah, it, it, it's it's hard to it's hard to explain how. Yeah, if you didn't live through that, how just big a deal that was. Yeah, it, it was game five, by the way. But OK, OK, yeah. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, so, you know, having an even worse uh, month than O.J. Simpson, I think, was John Starks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. I mean, it was pretty bad. But... <laughs> At least in this game, 2 of 18. Yeah, in this game. Yeah, 0 yeah. of 11 from 3, not so good. Well, you got to keep shooting. For, yeah, for yeah. The rhythm, Shooters have right? to shoot. <laughs> right. Yeah, don't worry about Jared efficiency. Smith. Yeah. This is Jared Smith's game. Right. He has this game on, on repeat. It's, yeah. It's what, what he lives for. But yeah, it's funny in doing the research for this particular game and trying to figure stuff out. I looked and I looked and I looked and every article about this game, every like long form article, everything always seemed to focus on John Starks and how bad he was and how people still this day are like, Hey man, remember how awful you were? And he's like, yeah, I do. Yeah, Thank you. Thanks. Like I, I'm well aware that I was terrible in that game. I, I, I totally understand, I but it, it's too. kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I was good in like a lot of the other games in the series, yeah. but nobody cares about those. But yeah, it's, it, it's, it's quite funny how uh, that's really just become the story out of, out of the series and out of this, you know, in this game in particular, which is just, just, I mean, you know, two of 18 is just, it's not even the old 11 from three. Like after like six, I'd be like, you know what? It's fine. Like I'll just drive and see what happens and get to the line. But no, he, he did John Stark's thing. So that did not happen. But uh, yeah, Derek Harper and Ewing definitely carried the load. Uh, Harper in particular had a great game, uh, 23 points on 50% shooting. And then Ewing uh, had had 17 uh, points on his own, but but didn't shoot particularly well. He was 7 of uh, 17. Not all great uh, stuff. But the Rockets, they were, they were mostly Hakeem. And Vernon Maxwell, uh, and they combined for 46 of Houston's 90 points in that series or uh, that game rather. So a lot of Hakeem just kind of putting the team on his on his back and winning the series in a lot by himself. So yeah, yeah, and um, uh, yeah, I mean Elijah was just so good. I mean, not only of course you know the production they have, getting the ball to um, you know the other players, and um, I mean the yeah, I mean the Rockets the shooters. You know, they I mean they had um, you know Kenny Smith. Um, uh, Sam Cassell, you know, um, a, a lot of guys, you know, Ori. I mean, they had a lot of, and, and they were a pretty young team too for the, you know, I mean, obviously Elijah one was older and, um, I, I, but, you know, they had quite a few guys who, you know, kind of later had, you know, got clutch reputations and part, oh, yeah, part yeah. from the series, but, you know, Ori was 23, um, Sam Cassell was 24, um, you know, they had, uh, yeah, I guess the guys were more in regular age. Kenny Smith was 28. Yeah, this is, this is before they had Drexler, too. So yeah. people, because people sort of forget that this wasn't, there, there was a year without yeah. Drexler that they won, and it would be the next year where, where they would get him. And then, you know, next year after that, they would get a lot they older. They got real old, yeah, real quick. Yeah, but, with Barkley and, yeah. and stuff. And then became, yeah, just a team where, you know, in the late 90s, was just like everybody was like 35 on that team, and they were just super old. But yeah, it's still a very young, uh, you know, Rockets team, just, you know, anchored by an older Hakeem that, that was still, still large in his prime but kind of on the way out of it yeah i mean he still had a number of good years and you know he was still an mvp level player for a few more years but he was definitely you know yeah. he was he was 32 ish you know um he was he was an older guy um and um yeah i mean this is um i i, I mean the um it was a close game throughout, um, and Rockets led most of the way. They, um, you know, Lajuan hit a, a six foot hook, and then um, Maxwell hit a three pointer with 148 left. The Rockets were up 83 to 75, and they were basically able to hold on from from there. Um, and Rudy Tomjanovich, the coach, he was a member of the Rockets as a player, scout, assistant coach, and head coach for all 24 years since he left uh, Michigan as a player in 1970. So, and then he ruined it by doing the terrible Lakers. Yes. He's still consulting. I think he's still consulting for the Lakers, actually. Really, I, I did not. I know believe that. Wow. so. At least up until a couple of years ago, he still was. So, I guess he just scouted reports. I don't know. Yeah. 
It's like it's like horrifying to see him on a Lakers bench. It, I don't know why. It was weird. Like, yes. Every time I see that, I'm always like, ooh, yeah, that did happen. Yeah. Like I, I forget about it. And like it was a big deal. It was like a big contract. And like yeah. I remember it being a huge deal at the time, but it's just like so icky now when you look back at it. It's like, oh no, yeah. no. Well, you know, yeah, I mean he'd won shit. He was a great yeah, I mean he had a great efficiency coach. I mean he had those championships yeah. and everything. So um yeah. Um, uh, looks like he stayed with the Lakers. Yeah, you're right. I just looked up right now. He's still a consultant. So yeah, there you yeah. go. There you go. Which means they <laughs> they probably are still paying out his contract, but instead have decided to uh, load it over a course of a year yeah. or courses of years, which I'm assuming is what they did instead yeah. of just. He, but who knows? He's uh, he's been with the Lakers on, um, you know, uh, getting close to about as long as he was with the uh, Rockets. I mean, he's got still got yeah. years left to do that. But that's, uh, you know, that's been more than 10 years he's been with the Lakers. So, yeah. Yeah. You forget 2004 is. A long time anyway, ago. Yes. And, now I, and now I feel old and now I want to cry. So that's, yeah. thank you. So speaking of a long time ago, um, our uh, next uh, game is uh, the Boston Celtics oh, beating God. the uh, Los Angeles Lakers in 1969 oh. of all. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it. This is all you. I'm, I'm sick of talking. I'm not doing it anymore. Okay. Well, you know. No, I'm joking. Um, 108. What did, did Bill Russell have a, a good game with a lot of rebounds? Um, he, he did a pretty he did pretty well. Uh, he, he, he had 21 rebounds. He only had six points. Um, uh, he did have six see? assists. So Changes up on us. This was his last game. Um, this, of course, was the Celtics' 11th title in 13 years. The seventh <laughs> time they'd beaten the Lakers in that uh, span, as we uh, mentioned before. Um, the... Uh, Celtics actually they were fourth in the East at forty eight and thirty four though they were second in the NBA and SRS so they were they were a stronger team than they initially appeared but they had to go through more playoff rounds than they were used to uh, for most of the time you know during their run there were eight or nine teams they only had to go through two playoff runs because they usually won their division um, later on you know as expansion started to happen there were more teams and um, they did have an extra round to go through. They were older, so it was a little bit more of a challenge, but they were able to, you know, pull through this year. Um, the Lakers were, they won the West at 55 and 27, but they were actually fifth in the league in SRS. So they, so again, maybe not quite as good as they looked at like on paper. Um, Havlicek had 26, nine and five, Sam Jones had 21 and seven and Emmett Bryant had 20 and five. Uh, West had 42, 13 and 12 in this game, which is pretty great. <laughs> uh, he famously won the finals MVP despite the loss. And this was actually the first time the finals MVP was ever yeah. awarded as well. Uh, the only time it has gone to a player on a, a losing team. Um, and probably rightfully so. Yeah, I would, I would say so. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting, you know, we're, um, we're going into the, um, we're going into the and in fact we're probably being played now as you listen to this the uh the warriors uh calves finals and it'll be interesting to see what kind of <laughs> we lines... should react to the games that haven't happened right yet. Yeah, well, um, what kind of lines that was really remarkable what steph curry did last yeah night, it was right? great yeah lebron was really good too i you know i wonder <laughs> was he yeah i wonder in fact if lebron could play well enough to be considered for a finals mvp even if his team loses in the series hmm. yeah um, yeah, I wish they uh, most certainly probably will, right? Yeah, it's definitely Or not. Possible. I mean, no. I mean, that's that's silly because they're obviously winning. Or are they? Uh, it's a mystery. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Jay? Future us are definitely going to have opinions about this. This are, yeah. Yes. Hot takes. I guess present us we we, in the future. <laughs> yeah, present us. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, no. So, um, <laughs> Elgin Baylor, 20 and 15. Uh, Wilt was 18 and 27, but if free throw shooting gets him again, uh, four of 13 from the free throw line. Sure. Um, Jack Ken Cook, Cook made the, oh, the Lakers owner made everybody very mad by um, putting, uh, I guess he put proceedings of Lakers victory ceremony on game leaflets. 
that the Celtics saw. There were also balloons up in the rafters, and Bill Russell, ever the competitor, noticed the slide during warm-ups and barked at Jerry West. Those blank balloons are staying up there. Um, <laughs> I don't know what word it was. I'm going to go ahead and guess it was an F word, but I don't know that for I, sure. Yeah, that would be uh, yeah, that, damn. That would make I'm sure, sense. They, I'm yeah, sure it wasn't those damn. Those damn I'm balloons, sure. <laughs> yes. Um, those darn balloons. Uh, those gosh darn balloons are not. The, uh, the Celtics had a big lead early in the fourth quarter, but at the 545 mark, uh, Wilt went up for a de- defensive rebound, hurt his knee, asked to be taken out. So uh, Coach um, Butch Fad Bredlikoff sent in milk counts. Uh, West actually was able to sort of cut. They were The Lakers were then able to cut the lead, um, and counts actually played well, made a, uh, made a couple of jumpers, and... Um, and then made it a one-point game. At that point, Wilt was ready to come back in, but um, Van Predlikoff said, we're doing well enough without you, and you don't have to come in. Uh, later on, Jerry West was very angry when he heard uh, that uh, <laughs> Predlikoff did this, and in fact, Predlikoff was fired uh, after this game. So um, not a great decision by him. Um, and you can tell, like, late in the game as, like, the, you know, Boston and L.A. are, are you know, trading baskets or trading possessions, and there are definitely times where, like, you know, um, Count is being beat where you could see, like, you know, Chamberlain might be able to get a rebound there or be able to score there instead of, right. you know, so it seems like it was a bad decision. Um, and the, I guess the most famous play down the stretch here was where, like, um, Wes knocks the ball out of Havlicek's hands and then Don Nelson just, you know, manages to pick it up at the free throw line, threw it up and then it hit the rim, bounced up and then just sinks right through the switches right through the rim. It's just like it was foredained to uh, go through. Yeah, it's a very weird shot. You've seen it. I'm sure people have seen it the highlight a lot, but yeah, it's 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 a it's an odd highlight. Yeah. And then at that point, the uh, Celtics hold on to uh, to win the excuse me, to win the game and uh and uh, win their win the, win their final championship, eleven of thirteen, uh, eleven titles for Russell, ten for Sam Jones, and uh, you know, pretty great run for a lot of great players. <laughs> I'd and, say uh, pretty okay. <laughs> yeah, and another heartbreak for uh, Jerry West and Elgin Baylor. Yep. Yeah. And Will Chamberlain in a lot of ways. Too, well, but. yeah, but he, he hadn't felt he hadn't been in the Lakers that long to feel the exactly. Yeah. Of course, he, he had, but he knew he, he knew. had his own heartbreak <laughs> against Bill Russell. Right. Yeah, um, he's like, look, if we come together, we could finally beat the. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So, um, so yeah. Anything else to say about this uh, series? No, I'm uh, Lakers and Celtics. They are uh, good franchises at basketball. So that's about all I can say. They about are that. good. All right, so. We'll be back with a uh, more uh, another episode covering the uh, finals of the uh, game seven soon. So check it out. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.